How to get more customers for your aviation business? That question answered in detail on this episode of The Grease Pilot Show. Hey everybody, welcome to The Grease Pilot Show, where all we talk about is aviation business, aviation entrepreneurship, aviation startups. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to get more customers for your aviation business. If this sounds like something that might be interesting to you, or you like the topic of aviation business, aviation startups, and that kind of thing, hit the like or subscribe button below. It'd be greatly appreciated. Plus, you may just find something out that could help you start your own company, start your own company in aviation. So hit the like or subscribe button. And in today's uh, episode, we're going to talk about how to bring customers into your aviation business. This is a big deal. This is arguably one of the uh, most challenging aspects for entrepreneurs and of all all businesses, not just aviation. So uh, as you know, running a business, uh, if you're starting one or just getting started, you know that you're wearing many hats. hats. Um, if you're uh, not a business owner and you're thinking about getting started, you will wear lots of hats. And what by, I mean by that is you'll be the marketer, the fulfillment guy, you'll be the accountant, you'll be all the, the bookkeeper, the HR, you're, you're gonna cover everything. The cool thing about that is you're never gonna be bored. Um, and it's not for everybody. If you're not someone that likes to do a lot of different things all the time, for me, I like it because it, it doesn't, I don't get bored. If you're a person that gets bored easily and you always wanna stimulate yourself with new things, uh, starting a business may be a great thing for you. And if you like aviation, then this, this, uh, this podcast here, or excuse me, this YouTube channel, we also do a podcast, um, this, this channel, subscribe to it because we're going to talk about nothing but aviation business. So let's get into it. Um, I, I always write my notes down. This is not a scripted thing, but I want to make sure that I stay structured and I give some good content. Um, I know that I won't get listeners otherwise. So uh, the in just a short little background, I've been in aviation business for uh, 12 years now, mostly aircraft maintenance and flight schools and sold some planes too and just dabbled in a little bit of everything and kind of still really navigating my way, but I'm just reporting what I know to date. And uh, for any aviation business out there that wants to come on the show, uh, just comment us, just email us, drop us a line on our website, get a hold of us somehow. We'd love to have you on the show. We'd love to hear you uh, talk about your business and how you made it and how you came up. And we'd love to promote your business too. You know, come on the show so you can get some more exposure. Uh, Aviation is a tight niched um, industry and we need to just help each other out as much as possible. So what I have written here first is the, the amount of customers you gain will be proportionate to your efforts. And that is 100% true. I wrote it down because I before I write the script out for a lesson, I think, I really think back to my experiences. Let me grab a cup. Let me grab a drink of coffee while I'm thinking about it so my coffee doesn't get cold. Um... What was I talking about? <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes your brain just jumps all over the place. But the amount of uh, the amount of effort you put in is how many customers you're going to get. 
And what I mean by that is you just have to be relentless. Before we even start about the actual tactics to get more customers, the actual physical things you need to do, um, the first thing you need to realize is that it's going to take effort. And how you expose, how you put in your effort is going to determine how quickly you get customers. If your goal is to grow your business very quickly, you want to pay attention because you're going to want to put your effort in the, the highest, the best ways to get customers, right? You want to put in uh, the least amount of work to get the most amount of uh, results, right? And so, but regardless, it's going to require energy and it's going to require consistency. It's going to require selecting the top marketing channel to find out where your people are congregating find out where your customers, you know, this goes way back, you know, I'm not a marketing expert, but a, a school of hard knocks says, first you have to do, it's not like you have to write out some elaborate plan on who your target customer is, but a customer avatar is a great way for someone who doesn't like marketing just to write down um, what your customer pain points are, or what they're looking for, and create an avatar, and you can Google customer avatar template but like, um, let's say uh, for this, let's use an aircraft maintenance business for an example, and let's create a customer avatar for um, a, a guy. This is a guy that has an aircraft that's at a remote airport that doesn't have aircraft maintenance, okay? We'll call him Remote Rick, and that's what you do with your avatars. You, you give them names and that kind of relate, typically uh, like starts with an R because remote, being a faraway airport and Rick being Rick with an R. Remote Rick, it allows you to remember, hey, that customer avatar is someone I'm trying to serve. I'm trying to serve a customer that a, has a remote, uh, doesn't have maintenance on the field, and is a remote customer. That's a great person to go after for aircraft maintenance because they need maintenance and they don't have it. So talk about making a customer avatar. First, you're gonna wanna make a customer avatar and you, the biggest thing with marketing is if you're a solo guy, focus on one thing. There's so much noise with the internet out there. It's crazy. It's It can really bog you down. And uh, I got to be honest with you. What you got to do is you got to focus. So focus your efforts on one channel and dominate that channel. That is the key to success. As you grow, then you can go ahead and use what you had that was successful and teach other people on how to market for your company. So if you want to hire an office person or you want to hire a marketing person, you know, whatever you were had that was successful, you can relay to the next person, right? And have them do it. So the goal is to kind of lay the framework down of how you want people to do things for your business. And one of those things is marketing. So uh, kind of touching base on uh, the amount of effort you put in will be the amount of customers you get. So creating a customer avatar, create, uh, finding out where your customers congregate. So uh, like with, I'm gonna use aircraft maintenance because I've had a lot of experience in aircraft maintenance. People, some people think that, hey, Facebook, Google ads, all the top trendy things for marketing, that's what we need to do because that's what everybody does. It's wrong, that's so wrong. Um, you can go ahead and try it, but like you don't wanna think that that's, since everybody goes there, that's the way to do it. If a lot of people in your industry are there and being successful, you can ask aircraft maintenance companies, then of course go there. But like, 
I'm not saying those outlets are not good. I'm just saying they may not be the best ones to go after first because they do cost a lot of money, you know, and you don't want to be everywhere, period. You want to start with one place and dominate it. For aircraft maintenance, you know what I discovered, and sometimes you have to find out. You know, you go through, you maybe tried a little bit on each channel, but know that you're just doing a little bit to get a little test bite, see, what, see what's going on. For me, for me, aircraft maintenance, it's mailers. I'm telling you right now that mailers are, and it, until the older generation goes away, and maybe the newer generation really doesn't, uh, maybe they like it too. I don't know, but we've had so much success with mailers that if I were starting an aircraft maintenance business again today, right now, um, and we still use mailers, but like if I was a new guy going out there, I would use mailers, target uh, people with, around me, and send mailers out because it's been super effective for us. I talk about this more in our course on how to do the mailers. I even put a template of what we sent out to our customers to get a 10% return. That means out of every one out of every 10 mailers that went out, we got a call or an email saying, hey, I got your mailer. And that that is, uh, you know, for less than a buck a mailer, I don't know. that it was. That's where we would be. So what I'm getting at is your channel is not always the hottest topic. Your channel can be mailers. Your channel could be... Um, it could be a forum, it could be a Facebook group, it could be um, Google ads, it could be Facebook ads, it could be uh, Twitter, TikTok. Regardless, like in the aviation industry, it's a smaller industry, so being more intimate is always nice. Um, mailers is a great way to go. Okay, so uh, we talked about some of the first things you're going to want to do. You're going to want to be consistent. You're going to want to put some effort in on it. You're going to want to create a customer avatar. You're going to want to set clearly defined goals. So do not be a wondering generality, as uh, Zig Ziglar would say, one of, one of my favorite motivational speakers. You want to be very specific. And I, I, I think that that's the way to go. Everybody has a way to do things, but like what's created success for me was specific goals. So if you're starting an aviation business, you need to have a very measurable way of growing. I, I'm going to use the aircraft maintenance thing, but this, uh, for an example, but this can apply to flight schools, aircraft brokerage, because in every business you have to have a customer. If you don't know of a business that needs customers, then let me know. But you need customers. So you can always create a metric based on customers. For aircraft shops, it's we want 20 new customers this month. We want 20 new, not people who've contacted before, 20 new customers to contact us and book a job. Doesn't matter if it's an oil change or an annual inspection. We want 20 new customers this month. That's your goal. Put it on sticky notes. Put it on your mirror where you wake up in the morning. Put it out in the shop where your mechanics are working. Let everybody know that that's the goal. And if you've got a team, you want to incentivize the team if they hit the goal. Talked about that too in the course, you know, setting up a bonus structure. And talk about what bonus structure to put in. This is for an aircraft maintenance business. Um, so anyway, have very clear defined goals. I'll try to summarize it so that at the end of this podcast, it's not just, you just know exactly what to do because it's, like I said, there's a lot of noise out there and we're going to talk a lot about stuff, but what you actually have to do to take action, we'll try to bullet that out so that you can just write it down. I would recommend if you're listening to this podcast, you write down. I mean, everybody just wants to hear stuff and jump around, but you if you want to take it serious, you got to write this stuff down. So as soon as you hear 
hey, this is what I got to do. You got to write it down into an action plan. Um, okay, so we're going to kind of dive into selecting one channel and dominating that. Uh, we talked about you got to find out where do your top customers hang out. Um, and that takes a little research, you know. Um, for me, uh, I'm trying to think back when we figured out mailers was it. I think a guy that I bought a business from said that he used mailers. And I thought, you're crazy, right? But then I did it and it worked. So just testing different markets is how we found out that mailers was our most cost-effective way to gain customers in aircraft maintenance. Um, but uh, we've used Google Ads for our flight school, and um, we haven't. We didn't use mailers for the flight school that much. We uh, did Google Ads, and I'm still up in the air about it because the guy who did our ads, we brought a lot of business in, but with the flight school, the mar the profit margin was super tight. So like, I didn't know if we were really actually profitable. We we moved a lot of money around, but I'm not sure how profitable we really were, and we didn't. There's so much data when you do ads online that you can get consumed with data. And I'm going to talk about what the most important metric is. Forget about all that data. I guarantee you, you won't even use it. You know, if, if you sit there and read the data, you're going to have a full-time job just reading data. Okay, there's certain metrics you need to know, but then you move on. You don't sit there and analyze every little piece. It's cool to have, but it's a bell and whistle that if you're a one-man show or you're a small business, it's going to bog you down. You know, so just one, we'll go over one key metric you'll need. Okay, so like this, uh, you're, let's, whenever you find your channel, so let's say Facebook's also currently a good channel. If you get into the right Facebook group, and you got to be careful about how you market because um, you want to, you can do whatever you want on your Facebook feed, right? You can put, hey, we're offering the special for my business. You can do whatever to attract customers there. But when you go to other places, it's best to just not push the marketing quite as much because everybody does that. So instead, you want to create relationships. Don't sell your product, create relationships. And so when you go to someone else's Facebook group page, interact with them like you would if you were just having a conversation with them. Don't, don't try to push your products out there. I think it's not effective. Um, you can do it on your, your feed because people are going to end up, people will see what you did and what you commented on there on, let's say you go to a Facebook group. I'm always going to use aircraft maintenance for this one. So let's say they go to an AMP or let's say you go to like aircraft owner maintenance group where aircraft owners congregate to learn about maintenance on their plane. All right. If you go in there and say, Hey, we're doing oil, oil change special one, you could violate the rules Two. They get that all the time if, if it is allowed. Okay, what's different? How about like someone talks about an issue that they have, you go in there and you say, hey, you know, you give them advice, but you don't sell your product. What's going to happen is, or you could say, hey, you know, we could help you out. You could always drop a small little plug, but don't make it your point. They're going to come to your main Facebook page and they're going to look at your stuff. And, and when they look at your stuff, that's more credible because you weren't pushing it out there. I think that's kind of uh, my opinion is it's you don't want to be too pushy with the Facebook stuff. But um, you want to find out where your people are congregating. So if it's a, if you're if it's Facebook groups that you're looking at, then then subscribe to the group, watch the group, interact with the group, and get to know the top dogs in that group. Once you get to know who the top dogs are 
the guys who really are like influencers in that group, make a, make a relationship with them and build a re repertoire with them. And then you can go and use them to leverage your products. You know, there's so many different ways you could do that. You could, you could after uh, getting a relationship with them, you could offer, hey, is there any way that we could promote, we could do a cross promotion? No money exchange, just like I'll promote your stuff on my page, you promote your my stuff on your page, you know, that kind of thing. You can do so many things, but that's an idea. Uh, don't spread yourself too thin when it comes to getting customers. I think, right, let me grab one more sip of coffee here. Myself included, when I, because marketing's not one of my strengths, I'm currently really, really reading about marketing. I'm really kind of learning a lot. I've always done marketing with our companies, but, and been involved with it. We never have gotten, I've never gotten so big that we've had our own marketing department. We've always kind of just put it together, right? And, uh, you know, we'd have an office staff put together something we had ideas for, and that's really about as big as we got. We never had a marketing department. So I hope someday I get big enough to be that uh, kind of company, that we have our own separate marketing department. But uh, the, the tactics that I'm talking about are going to be used on bigger companies. You know, you got to have an effective marketing plan. That's the customer avatar, picking the channel, um, going after the, the best channel that gives you the best return. These are all things that are no-brainers for no matter what company size it is. And being efficient, you know, what I'm saying is, Going back to spreading yourself thin, I've ran into this issue, I see it all the time, people want to post on Twitter, Facebook, Google Ads, mailers out, they want to be everywhere on a budget, right? Well, I can tell you what, I've gone down that road and I've every time I failed because I we didn't have the bandwidth to keep up with all the channels, right? So I recommend you pick one channel and you pick the channel where you pick, you do the research to find out which channel your customers are hanging out the most. Sure, you may have six or seven channels, right? Facebook, Google, but pick the one that you feel the most people that you're trying to attract are, are congregated in, okay? Or where they're, they're grouped at. Master that channel before you move on to the next one, okay? Uh, because it's so hard to know everything about every the every little nuance about every platform and every platform kind of has its own niche in terms of what the purpose of twitter is and what the purpose of facebook is and what the purpose of google is so you want to kind of pick one channel learn that channel and do well at that channel maybe do three months minimum right just invest time in that channel marketing only three months three months and then view the results and then maybe go to another channel try it which channel was best you know Invest money in that channel. By the way, I say invest your marketing, don't spread yourself thin, and invest your uh, energy into one channel. That's one channel to actively go at. I can tell you one thing for sure. Great service will always be your best form of marketing. Okay? Period. Word of mouth. So that channel will always be going while you're doing a, another channel. So you really have two channels. When you get a customer, whether it's aircraft maintenance, flight schools, charter broker, whatever, if you're in aviation, if you're in any business, you gotta provide a unique experience, you gotta provide a good experience, and if you do that, then 
you will grow. You will grow eventually. You know, it depends on what area you're going and what your target, your um, how your service and who's around you and how quickly you can expand your service. Like if you're in a rural area, don't expect to like, and you're doing something like aircraft maintenance, you're gonna have to draw people in. That's a little harder, but it can be done. Um, yeah, so make sure not to spread yourself thin and um, focusing on one channel is key. So uh, let me collect my thoughts here and take a look so we're not jumping around all over the place here. Um, okay, on the, th the third topic is to record progress and always try to beat it. <clears throat> so, uh, actually, I'll finish that train of thought I had before. So, you're always going to be serving the customer. If you serve the customer good, they're going to go and tell their other customers. That is a form of marketing. I just said it was word of mouth marketing, right? So, really, you're always going to want to focus on two channels. One channel is going to be an actively you going out there and working on it. Mailers, Google ads, Facebook ads. That's you investing time or someone on your team investing time to master that channel. The other channel that you're always going to do and always have is called word of mouth. And it's created, you can do it in many ways, but like if you want to put no effort into the actual marketing side, simply just do good at your service. Do a top-notch job. I always say like it, you really got to give them a good experience, the customer. So from start to finish, from hello good to goodbye, whatever your product is, give them a great service. Give them great customer service. If you do that, I can vouch for the aircraft maintenance world and the flight school world. They will talk to people. And when they talk to people, they just became sales advocates for your company for free. And then, you know, you can go ahead and put in like a, a affiliation or where they, if they recommend someone, refer a friend type bonuses, that's an easy program to start up. You know, you can always pitch it when you're, when you're serving your customer, hey, uh, 50 bucks off of tire change, tell your friends if they are looking for a maintenance shop. You know, you can always do that stuff real easy. And that marketing is super nice too, because it's there, anytime you can compound your efforts, which means if you serve a good customer, if you offer them a referral bonus, that incentivizes them to go out and sell for you. That's a multiplier of your effort. So make sure you do good service. That's always going to be a marketing tactic that you will always do and your business will grow. At some point, what happens is a lot of these companies get to the point where they stop marketing and they've capped out because they don't want to... It's really because they don't want to grow anymore because they don't want to focus on the pain points to go to the next level. So like, eventually you may not even want to market anymore because your company's gotten to a certain size where you're just like, we're good. You know, we don't want to market anymore. We need to, we need to figure out our own, we need to figure out internally how to fulfill our current orders before we can accept more. But to get to that point, you know, do good service and focus on one channel. Okay, next is to record progress and always try to beat it <clears throat> with marketing. Okay. You know, I'm going to go back to what we're talking about so everybody knows if you're just joining. We're talking about how to get more customers for your aviation business. We're on my third topic here, and I'll kind of summarize them at the end. But the third topic is to record whatever you're doing to get customers and always try to beat it. So spreadsheet, Google Sheet, Microsoft Excel Sheet, perfect. Don't get crazy. Um, 
the way that I record my stuff is I, uh, let me read my notes here. Create two forms of marketing within a channel. And then you will try to always beat one of those uh, forms. So an example is a Google ad. Let's say you're doing Google ads. You make two Google ads. Everyone will tell you this on online. And it's a lot of work, but you make two ads, right? And you always try to beat the, the or you always are trying to beat the best performing one. So you always put two of whatever into circulation. You give it a month of time, Let get the data, record the data. And then after you do that, whichever one was not performing the best, you replace that one. Don't just take it off and not replace it. Create a third one so you actually have two going. Create a third ad. And then when you got that third ad done, knock out that bad performing one with the, the third ad. Now do it again, right? So it's a cycle thing. You're always trying to beat out your, um, your ad for the best marketing. And this is what you want to track. Who cares about all that fluff and that garbage about uh, cohorts and time spent on a page and scroll events and whatever else they got? You know, I've looked at Google Analytics and I've every time I go there, I, I look at how many customer views did I get and how much money did I get? You know, I don't I, I think the other stuff's cool, but I find myself spending so much time on there where I'm just like when you get big enough, maybe, you know, and Let's hear some guys chime in, some bigger companies chime in about what they use on Google Analytics that really counts for them. I'm sure everybody's got different answers, but for me, when you're starting out and getting started, you want to focus on how much money did you invest in a channel and what did that re how many cus paying customers did you get? How much revenue did you create from that channel? That's it. That's all I care about, you know? Um, and I think that's all you should focus on. So the metric to follow say so you create an ad, you want to know how much revenue that ad created, and you want to know how much that ad cost. The ad that costs the least but gives you the most revenue is the one you're going to keep trying to beat, and that's the one that's the performing the best. So I have it written here. The two statistics you need to track with any marketing is going to be the money you spend on that marketing and the amount of revenue you get from that marketing. That's it. When you're starting out, just track those two things. Okay, now, so that's one ratio, money spent to revenue, revenue brought in. And then for, if you're not spending money on the uh, marketing ad, right? Let's say, I, I don't, I'm trying to think of an example here. Like building, uh, creating, technically you're not really creating, you're spending some money, but not in a direct way. Let's say you're making a post on your website that covers a topic that's going to bring traffic to your website that's then going to convert to a sale. Well, this is going to be a little more complex because you got to set up some Google tracking on your website to show that they landed on the post and then the turn of events went to their car, the cart or they executed a purchase. That's a little harder to track, but um, if, if you're doing some marketing and you're not spending money on it, um, then you want to know the time spent to the amount of revenue brought in. Okay, so two metrics. If you're spending money on the, and honestly, you should probably do the two metrics for every marketing campaign. And I'm, I know I said one, but like two metrics. That's all I'm asking for. That's all I would, I would do. And this is something that uh, I've been, I've been doing the money one. I haven't been doing the time one. So 
I've been tracking the money invested to the amount of revenue I get for uh, different channels I market in, but the time when I haven't been good about. So I just know that I've spent a lot of time on certain marketing areas and haven't gotten anything back. And I wish that I would have timed it and been like, hey, that one doesn't work. Look how much time I put into it, right? So um, money spent to revenue brought in, that's one statistic to track for your marketing. Time spent on the channel and revenue brought in. Those two statistics are gonna be what you wanna track. To, to track this stuff, you know, an example for mailers, the beauty of like mailers is that you can put a code on the mailer <laughs> that says something and then you could just ask the person who contacts you, hey, uh, where did you, how'd you hear from us? Oh, I'd mail her. Oh, can you tell me what the code is on there? And you could offer an incentive to say, it's 10% off if you tell me the code. Now you've tracked what form of marketing, which is very simple, that's why I like mailers. Then you know, hey, we just made a sale based on that form of marketing. Perfect. Google and Facebook, really, I think it's, uh, it's a little bit harder because it depends on if you're selling online or if they, but you can do it and you need to read on Google and, and learn how to uh, set up ad tracking. Um, you'll need to put some code on your website. You need to do some conversions. I think Google calls it conversions, which is where you um, basically, uh, someone interacts with your site, you're gonna want, they're gonna track your progress all the way through to a conversion on your website, whether it's filling out a form or um, purchasing something on your website if you're per selling products but Google can track that stuff. And so you, you'll just need to read Google because Google's, oh, the one thing that I, that I hate about Google, sorry Google, is that they're big, they're the dominant player, you gotta know about their stuff, otherwise your, your good is gone, but they're changing all the time. Everything changes with Google. And so like uh, mailing list and email list, build those two. Those are, that's stuff that you have and you wanna always build those lists as much as possible. That's that those are so valuable and Google's Google's going to help you do that. And Google's always going to, they're going to be around for the foreseeable future, but they are always changing. So, um, they're changing their policies, what they name things, how they're structuring things, because it's a super complex system, I bet. So I, it's not to blame them. It's just like the nature of the beast. Okay. My last topic is going to talk about kind of goes into what I was just talking about. The online, I got on here, um, online is busy, stay focused, write your mission down before going online, then always look at the mission. So what I mean by that is how many times I got to ask, maybe I, this might be for like certain age groups, but how many times have you gotten on the computer with the intent to do something and you didn't do that? You didn't even do, you got lost, lost in cyberspace. That's exactly what I call it. And you just kind of drifted off into who knows what you were doing and where you were going. That's the problem with online is that it's so congested with information, jamming it down your throat, right? This I have mastered and it's beautiful and I love it and this is how I've made progress. And when I go away from this, I feel like crap, I didn't get anything done. But when I stick to this method, I feel, hey, I had intent today, I did a good job and maybe, <clears throat> Yeah, maybe like whatever I did isn't working, but I got it done, I knocked it off the list, and I, I crossed that off, and so now I can move on to something else, right? What I mean by that is like, 
I'm not even going to try to describe what I was thinking in my head there, but um, you want to write down what your intent is before you go online. My last topic is basically summarizing how the internet is just full of information, some good, some bad. And if you're going to use it as a tool for marketing, be very intentful, right? There's, there's sessions where you can go online and just search for ideas for marketing. And then there's times where you need to go online to be super precision focused on getting done what you need to get done. And the way I do that is I use a clipboard. This is what I use today. And it's usually my, my to-do list is a, um, a legal pad, yellow pad. This is just like my uh, show, what I use for shows. Really, I use anything for shows to write down what we're going to talk about. But uh, my to-do list, I carry a backpack. I have my clipboard. Every day I write down what I want to have done and that how I, you know, that sounds simple, but I've gotten so good about even writing down what's important. That's the big thing. And then writing down what you know you can get done. You know, if you make a list the size of this clipboard for a one day task, you ain't going to get that done. I learned over five years that you got to make your, make your list in the morning when you wake up and then you got to go you think about what needs to be done now, not what you want to do, but what's going to support your goal. So like my, I write my goal down every day in the morning. My, and my current goal is to sell 30 courses in the next three weeks, how to start an aircraft maintenance business. I want to sell 30 of those courses in the next three weeks. That's my goal. And I know that because I've written it down. So I know that that's my goal. Now I'm doing things to support that goal. You know, I'm making content online to help get traffic to come into the website to support that goal. Um, so what, what I'm getting at is when you go online, when you're about to go online to start your marketing and you have something you're going to do online, it doesn't have to be a clipboard, but you got to write down the mission for that day. Okay, my mission is to create a Facebook ad, right? Okay, put create Facebook ad. You won't believe how many people go online to create a Facebook ad. And they, takes, and they don't even get it done because they got sidetracked on something else. So make your mission of your marketing for the day when you're working on your marketing stuff. Make the goal. And then the best part about when you write it down, have it right next to you when you're on the computer and searching and doing your online thing. And then every now and then you're going to see that clipboard in your peripheral and you're going to go, what was I supposed Oh, yeah, I was supposed to be doing an ad for Facebook. This keeps you straight, keeps you on a straight path writing it down, not just a clipboard. It can be whatever you have, but it, I write it down because it's something with my brain. When I write it down, I remember it and then I get to read it and there's no screen that I can get confused on. And the internet doesn't, uh, it, I don't need the internet to have this. And there's just it's something simple about it that works. Um, so I'm going to summarize what we talked about in this lesson. We, the topic was how to get more customers for your aviation business. And we covered um, how much we covered. The first topic we covered was how much effort you have to put in to get those customers. And the amount of customers you get is going to be directly related to how much effort you put in. Okay. Uh, then we talked about selecting one channel, one marketing channel, and dominate that channel. Do not spread yourself too thin, right? Find out where your people, <clears throat> your customers are. Uh, and then go to that channel, learn that channel for three months, use, just market on that channel for three months, then collect the data and review it. Okay. We talked about how you have to create a customer avatar, right? 
Um, remote Rick was the one for the aircraft maintenance business. He's a guy who has an airplane, who's at a remote airport, who doesn't have maintenance on the airport field. So he's going to come to my shop, fly to my maintenance business to get maintenance done because he doesn't have maintenance at his shop. That's a customer avatar, Remote Rick. His pain point is he has no maintenance around, so he's looking for maintenance. Perfect customer to go after if you're a maintenance shop. So create a customer avatar. One channel, one marketing channel, dominate it for three months at least. Record your progress and track it. You want to record the amount of money and time you put into an ad, into a channel and then how much revenue it created. Those are the only, that's the real statistic there. The rest is really Fagazi, Fuguzi. It's nothing. You know, for me, the big thing is what did we put in and what did we get out? Okay? And improve that. Whatever's in between. We want, and the only other thing I would say, if you can track this, would be customer satisfaction in between. That's the third thing. It's gonna be hard to track, though. Um, so that's what we talked about, and I hope that we covered something that's gonna help you guys out there. If um, if you have any questions or comments, make sure to drop a comment down in our comment section. And if you own an aviation business and want to talk about your story and how you got to where you're at, come on the show and help motivate others to do it as well. Aviation is a small industry. We need entrepreneurs in it. So this channel hopefully creates or inspires people to jump out there and get it done because um, I think that's kind of a good, a good portion of the population to have is entrepreneurs. They're resourceful. Um, they're go-getters. They're people that are contributing to society. And I hope that we can grow that um, entrepreneurship in aviation. Um, and with that being said, that's all we got for this episode. Uh, like I said, make sure to hit like or subscribe if you want to learn more about aviation business, aviation startups. And with that being said, thanks for joining us on the Grease Pilot Show, and we'll talk to you next time.